We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. What's up, y'all? It's Drewski, and I've teamed up with Mountain Dew to produce a hilarious new basketball podcast called The Dew Zone with Drewski. Learn the backstories of your favorite ballers and celebrities like Jamal Murray. Did you have, like, a favorite team? Was it the Raptors at the time or no? Was the Raptors even started around that time? Come on, bro. I ain't that old, fam. <laughs> You're talking like I'm 50. Taylor Rooks, Asia Wilson, and many more. You won't want to miss this. Listen to The Do Zone with Drewski on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you listen to podcasts. The sound of the final buzzer means it's... What's going on, everybody? Uh, As you can see, Brass isn't here tonight, so the production is going to be kind of fucked up. Doing my best, right? <laughs> I do have my man, Dark Skin Producer Parrish, coming in, helping me out. Uh, but so tonight we are doing a LSO Sports takeover of Hangover Time. It's still the same show. I just got an all-black cast with me. So uh, there'll probably be some, uh, some expletives flying around that you wouldn't normally hear on Hangover Time. Uh, some, some extra special words. So I'm going to bring myself out and introduce you guys to the, to the crew and we're going to ask what everybody is drinking. Uh, so to my left, we got dark skin producer, Parrish Thompson. Parrish, what you drinking tonight? Uh, I'm keeping it uh, a little simple, man. I got a little Modelo today. Okay. Because we went hard yesterday on the whiskey. Y'all think coronavirus is bad. Wait till Modelo fever takes hold, bro. <laughs> <laughs> boom. boom. <laughs> Wah, 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 I, had to get out, I had to get that out before people start showing up. <laughs> <laughs> Smart move. Um, Tiffany, my right hand, what you out here drinking tonight? Corona. Oh, look at that. Just keep feeding into this coronavirus joke that Paris so poorly executed. Cervezas <laughs> are plenty. Siobhan. <laughs> What's going on? Double fisted tonight or it's Wednesday and you didn't feel like doing it? No, we still got it. Um, some Kindle again and some Jack Rye. I love it, man. Just on a Wednesday, double fisted with the drinks. I mean, it's amazing. Yeah, um, so we, no, man, listen, I, I like, honestly, I don't really, <laughs> I ain't got a lot to say about this game, man. Tw- you know, the heat lose by 27, to a fully healthy Nuggets team, uh, the Heat are with, were without Goran Dragic, Jimmy Butler, and Tyler Hero. I mean, it's the same old song. Like, we can keep talking about – I keep saying it's a stupid, stupid season, right? Like, they, the, the, like, the way they handle the COVID protocols, everything. But we can't keep making excuses. I was arguing with Sedano on the timeline the, the whole night. You know what I mean? And – uh, what the, this is an example of a banner just showed up. <laughs> um, I was arguing um, with Sedano the whole night. Like I, I Sedano's trying to say that the, you know the Heat are making too many excuses, and I'm over here like, listen, it's not about excuses. These are real things. No team has had to deal with the 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 combination of COVID protocols and short off season the way the Miami Heat have. 
Um, I don't think anyone's had to deal with it in the same respect that the Miami Heat have done. Like, so you look at the Los Angeles Lakers. Yeah, they had the short offseason, but they haven't had a significant time of LeBron and AD. Like, they haven't dealt with that. So the Heat are dealing with uh, just some extenuating circumstances. And so it's really, really hard to, to analyze what's going on right now. Um, but we're going to do our best. And then we're probably just going to make jokes for the rest of the time because – I don't really know what to say when you got your your you got big nun and Struce minutes, Tiff. Like what <laughs> what are we supposed to take away from this? Nothing. <laughs> I mean oh, um I, honestly, what are we gonna say? The same thing we've been saying the last like three weeks. Yep. This is what it is. It's we thought Kendrick Nunn had like went back to the old Kendrick Nunn. He's back to the new Kendrick Nunn. This is this is just what it is. The reality is Kendrick Nunn caught lightning in a bottle last year. That's what I think. I think he got hot and we overvalued who he was. So you think this is who he is? I think this is who he is. Yeah, 17 points. But they, none of those points were effective. None of those points affected the game at all. <clears throat> it really doesn't matter. And everyone was looking for Bam to take over the game, lead in assist, lead in defense, get the rebounds, block the shots. He looks helpless out there surrounded by four un, unmoving objects. They weren't moving. They weren't swarming on defense. There was just no help. So what did we think was going to happen? This is who they are. Maybe it'll change when Jimmy gets back, but that's too much pressure to put on somebody with a bad ankle, bad knees, and coming off of COVID. What do, what do we expect is going to happen? A 10-game streak? Probably not. <laughs> I mean, Siobhan, I do see a – I see a winning streak coming for this team. Uh, they're going to get uh, Butler back supposedly this week, maybe early next week. They have a homestand against really bad teams. Um, it, it, is he okay? Is, Where's Jimmy been? I know the COVID. He's on the sideline. He's on the sideline. You I didn't mean, see him? He, he looks skinny. Where's he? Why? Did, did he have COVID? They just didn't announce it to nobody? Like, what happened? That's He's what we been, think. That's what we don't think. Uh, but like Siobhan, with with Jimmy coming back, is that change? Does that move? The, I mean, it's going to move the needle. But that right. does that change? Do you think it? I guess the question is, it's it's hard. Like I don't, I don't, I'm almost at a loss right now. Like, does that change if they go on a ten game win streak and they find themselves fifth or sixth in the East? Does that change the dynamics of the season, or is, are we still just talking about this? This season is just is just got a, it's got a big asterisk next to it. So, so, so a lot of those, a lot of things are true all at one time. Um, it, this is not the ideal look at this team that we – this isn't the ideal season that we want, but it it is what it is. Like, it's, it's what we have. And so at some point, we do have to be objective and, and go ahead and start talking about it. Like, what else are we going to talk about? We can't keep – you know, we understand that it would be different if, you know, these injuries that – that injuries um, kind of didn't occur. But, again, when Jimmy comes back, okay, we go on a nice little – couple few game run here I don't think um it really I don't think that's 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 solving all the issues I think the issues still are what they are because we are again we're going to be in the same position that we were relying on a Jimmy to do everything that we are going to rely him on him to do coming off of COVID we're putting an incredible amount of pressure on Bam and it's almost unfair because he is so good and to whom much is given you know much is expected but at some point, like a much, you know, can become a too much. And so um, I think, I think the, the, again, the issues are what they are. And we don't see, you know, you mentioned the Lakers again, not having dealt with, you know, the combination of the things that we're dealing with currently at this moment. But um, I look again at their off season and the moves that they made and the movement and, and what their reinforcements are versus what ours are the fact Struce that and, and the fact that we're playing them as you know we're throwing them right into the vanguard like they are our first line of defense because we don't have anything else to 
put them behind. And so, um, yeah, it's unfortunate. Um, and, and I think a little bit of what Sedano was saying is, is true. Like, it's okay. Yes, all of these things are things, but they also are underperforming. The people yeah. that are playing are underperforming, and it's okay yeah. to call that out. But you have to be, like, objective and honest and nimble enough to recognize that a lot of things are happening all at the same time, and it's okay. Uh, and I just want to add my bad. Uh, go ahead. Go ahead, man. I think Bam is ready to lead a team yet because I think that's just his biggest problem. He's not really to, like, really carry a team. Like, I don't think that's his game to carry no. a team. And it's okay that he's not ready. Because okay. honestly, the team isn't built for him to be ready. Right. The problem is the team is built for Jimmy to lead, but Jimmy's not here. Yeah, and that's it's built for problem. Jimmy to, to miss a game or you know, right. game or two here or there. Not it's not meant, and 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 to Siobhan's point, um, can we talk about is, is it fair to talk about the construction of this team? Yes. Um in a COVID in a COVID stained season, having Udonis Haslam on the roster, paying Myers Leonard, you know, for being a great cheerleader last year. Uh, we look at Kelly Olenek tonight, nine points all in the second half when the game was already out of reach. The man couldn't hit the broad side of a barn. Um, you're heavily reliant on a Duncan Robinson who's heavily reliant on gar- on people that can penetrate and disrupt the defense and you don't have those guys. So were were the Heat did they not have enough foresight looking into the season? Or is are they just such a victim of circumstances? Is it just is it is or is it a mixture of both? It's a mixture of those two things and having right. putting so many eggs into Giannis's basket. Right. Right. Like you know Alf, you and I had that Giannis conversation. What did I say to you in private? I said, "Am I the only one who thinks Giannis is the bad fit? Go after somebody else?" No. You weren't. I I, I always, always play hunting though. He always hmm? Pat Riley always going after the big fight. I mean, but that's well, okay, but my point was I didn't think he was the whale for the team. Yeah, you that's have to go after the whale that makes he's sense. The whale, but he's not the whale for this team. Right. Now you wasting supplies. He, I mean, shit. Well, I mean, I still think the answers are out there. Um, yeah. But I just, I wonder, you know, people are saying running it back was a mistake. Was it, you know, I who could have, I guess, honestly, I, I think a lot of us were saying it this summer when they were talking about they were still going to play in arenas. They were take, getting rid of the bubble. They were still going to travel. Like, we saw what was going to happen when they played the Wizards. Like, there's just a domino effect that's going to happen. Do you worry about the season and build up reinforcements? Or you just say, let us run our guys out there and see what we have in KZ Akpala. See if Kendrick Nunn is really an NBA player. You know, is Max Drew somebody that we can count on? I I don't know what happened to Chris Silva. Is that the smarter play? Or was it the smart play to do what the Lakers did and load up for a season like this? It's, it's a touchy situation because, like, yet again, the whole Giannis – rears his ugly head. The run it back was to run it back with the chance of getting Giannis. I don't think the run it back was the run it back because I got so much faith in Kendrick Nunn. I don't think that was the play. I think we're going to try to get Giannis. Then a bird came through the window and Bam was like, he ain't coming. Give me my money. (laughs) Exactly. Then now it's like uh, you got a lot of, you you had a lot of cap space, but now you, you don't have max cap space. Right. And so, so now you're looking at trades, and now we're you know we're all looking at Lonzo Ball. We're looking at Bradley Beal on the bench, trying to read into Hi. his body language. Uh, where you know Victor Oladipo has been trying to get here for two years, and for some reason they can't pull the trigger. You know, I is there is there a case here that the uh, I ask you, Parrish, did the Heat put too much stock in their own young guys going in this offseason? Or were they right to just trust their own process and just try to build on what they did last year? I mean, I think it's smart. I think it was right to build on what they built last year. But I just think they, like Tiff was saying, they put too many eggs in just trying to get Giannis. There was other pieces and other things like, you know, Giannis and James Harden when he you know, made his announcement. But there's other pieces they could have made or other moves they could have made to try to get other pieces to really fill out the roster uh, and just make a more complete team. Um and Chris just showed up, so I know it's uh I know it's he's got something oh, to say go. <laughs> about the young players, about keeping them young boys on the team. Uh, he... I, I think I think they should have I, <laughs> I think they could have uh moved 
they, they should have made some more moves to try and fill out the team better. And that's that's where they made a mistake and we're running it back. And I'll say I've always been, and Chris, we'll go to you next. I've always been a huge fan of UD. I, I've, I've never been one of these people like, oh, my God, he's taking up the 15th roster spot. You know, no disrespect to, you know, Siobhan's homeboy, but like, okay, we lost Briante Weber because we kept UD. It's not, you know, it's not the end of the world. But in a, in a COVID oh. season, I'm sorry, Siobhan. Straight. My <laughs> I just can't just I love honestly Briante Weber. I used to, I I was a Briante stan. Um, I just loved the way he 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 competed on defense. Um, but in 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 non COVID seasons, that 15th roster spot wasn't no big deal. This season, it's a big deal. Like you need every spot, and to have so so many of these spots taken up by Chris Silva's, Udonis Haslam's, Myers Leonard. Uh, Max Struess, you know, guys who literally shouldn't, you know, who can't play. You don't need, you don't need four cheerleaders on the on no, no. Yeah. We got we got the highest paid cheerleader on our team. You know what I'm saying? Because you because you literally skipped Myers and went right to UD. I said I've, I've said Myers a I couple know. times. Yeah, listen, and that I like I I like Myers Leonard. I've had a lot of conversations with him. I enjoy him, but like honestly, he's. He's like a dinosaur in today's NBA. And the fact he can shoot the three, but he can't move. And I think there was an injury last year that he's never gotten over. Because remember, they were a good team with Myers Leonard and Kendrick Nunn in the starting lineup. They were one of the best offenses in the league. That was one of the best five-man lineups in the league offensively. And then I just think there was an injury. They didn't talk about it a lot. And, you know, we're just seeing it's when big men start getting injured, you start seeing what happens. And he's just slow footed. He can't move quickly. That's where we were happy a little bit about the Kelly Olenek uh, coming in to the starting lineup. But you're relying on him too much. They're relying on everybody right now. Everyone too much. But in, in a good in a good way. It's good that they're relying on everybody because you don't want to hear no sob stories when. News at eleven, you out of here, <laughs> bro. Listen, when, let me listen, let me when they let, when they get into the locker room and see a big ass trash bag with their name on. <laughs> well, I want to talk to Heat Twitter about KZ Akpala. <laughs> like, can y'all stop with the KZ Akpala standing? Right. Like, he, you know, I like he's a he he's a promising young player, but like, come on, man. Like, let's stop. Like, let's. Let's all chill out a little bit. We're screaming at Spo like right. we're losing games because you're not playing Casey Akpala. He played 23 minutes uh, uh, today, and I think how much uh, did he even score? I don't know. And he lost on team defense yet again. Yeah, he didn't. Like, he score can't. He can't. I don't. I don't know if my man can't read a playbook or what, but he can't play team defense mm. at all. He's turning his baseline, or he's he's turning his back to the baseline yeah. like a lot, like it's, it's yeah. But, but that's know. the whole Heat team. If you notice, none of them know how to use the baseline as a second defender. As a defender, none of them. None of them. They don't know how to put that fucking foot on the line. Take the charge or draw them out. <laughs> no. That's like Junior. I know y'all at home screaming at the TV. <laughs> I know Listen, y'all at home screaming. I've been here going nuts. Yes. That was because the- these are simple techniques. Right there. Put your foot on the line. Get one hand up. One hand we're, down. We're like, don't open up the right way. We're not taking up space. Like, and like it's a lot of stuff that's just things that need a lot of tightening. <laughs> oh. well, well, I think, you know, and Chris, can you hear us? Yeah, I got you. Can y'all hear me though? Man, you yeah, black okay. as fuck coming in this late. <laughs> hey, man. We 17 minutes in. We 17 minutes in, and you got a shoddy internet connection. Hey, not the internet, bro. Just I was on my iPad Pro trying to be extra with it, and that shit ain't work. I hear about y'all talking about though, and this is something that when I was watching the outfit, I know we all know what the situation is. We all know that there's a lack of talent on the roster, but Alpha, I've been telling you. And I'm just gonna bring it up just to be contrary. When Duncan Robinson is not hitting threes, oh, yeah. he is one of the oh. worst players on a court. Kendrick Nunn has far more depth to his. Damn, order. I was right there with you. Yeah, you you you, you are more depth. 
I, I got a car with Kendrick Nunn. Nunn. When you mentioned Nunn, okay. I got a car. <laughs> That's what I'm telling you. Duncan Robinson, Duncan Robinson. Now, now, y'all were talking about simple techniques. This is what I was screaming at in this game. Duncan Robinson, we all know he's a three-point threat. They overplaying the man crazy. He went back door for the first time at the end of the third quarter, and then never did it again for the rest of the game. He has nothing else to offer on the court in his own mind, unless he's shooting, like. Everybody who's any ever played basketball knows if you're getting overplayed the whole game, you got to go back door, son. At some point, that's what made us love him when we started the season last year because he's his first game. We didn't even know he was this lethal. He was the guy who was cutting, who was moving. Now all he wants to do is get a dribble handoff, come off a down screen, catch one, and let it go. You got to give us more than that, especially when you see when we're having this whole conversation about there not being talent. Kendrick Nunn, and you saw it tonight, me and Alf have this argument all the time, has way more depth to his game than catch-and-shoot assassin Duncan Robinson. And that's your hot take for tonight. Yeah, and it's a, ter- it's a terrible take. I'm sorry. Uh, no, it isn't, for the most part, it's actually there, – there is something to be said for the fact that, Ken, that Duncan has been disappointing because he's – it's not like he's missing shots because Jimmy's not there or Goran's not there or Tyler's not there. He's missing wide-open shots, shots that he normally makes. And this – the without those other guys, this team is far too dependent on a guy like Duncan. And what to Chris's point – That's what I'm it, saying. You start wondering, like, is it is it worth – you know, and we start talking about contracts, we start moving forward – is Duncan worth the bag that he might get as one of the top two or three three-point shooters in the league right now? If you've got other guys on your team, he's fantastic. As a third guy, possibly blow up and be your number two, even if you're number one guy on any given night, he's fantastic. They ain't so happening on this team. No. Please don't. Yeah, this I mean, team. He can't be the no, third man, guy. He needs to be the fourth, fifth guy. Yeah, exactly. And that means he can't get the bag. Yeah. <laughs> But, I, like, I was watching Philly play tonight as well, and I'm like, if you slid him on that team, Steph Curry, little brother Seth Curry, well, he averaged, like, 16 before he got hurt, they were talking about. He's about to get double his bag up playing next to two superstars. Imagine if that was Duncan Robinson slid in that spot. Like, Well, that was him oh last God. year. True. But that's but the thing, the thing I worry about with paying Duncan, are there other guys like a Seth Curry out there that you can get to replicate Duncan's role Yes. Uh, for a lot but less you, money. Yes. 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 I think if you could. Go ahead. Chris. Go ahead. I'm sorry. No, no. You no, just I got would, here. Go ahead. Until you said that, I hadn't even thought about that. Like, because Seth has always, Seth Curry is moving from team to team. He's been gradually climbing in the league. And everywhere he goes, it's kind of like a throwaway deal until he gets on the court a little bit. And people are like, oh, damn, he's a play. Then he raises his trade value and then they send him somewhere else. And then it's like, all right, let's see what he do here. And now he's playing again. Like, I wouldn't mind if somehow they could finagle a, a Seth Curry for, you know, some collection of throwaway pieces. You know what I mean? Like, that would be dope. I mean, they, they, they got a whole team of, of throwaway tradable pieces. <laughs> got a, you got a lot of expiring contracts and tradable pieces. You got I, was disapp- I was disappointed in your boy Max Stress a little bit. Why? Why? I'm going to get y'all. <laughs> <laughs> I was kind of hoping, you know what I'm saying? What were you expecting? What you thought you were going to do? Like, like, no Harkless, huh? You was hoping? Same, yep. same deal. Same deal. I was hoping that, you know, I'm always, because I'm a romantic at heart when it comes to sports. So I'm always rooting for the guy who's like, oh my gosh, here's my shot. Everybody's hurt. It's me. They calling on me. They calling my name. I come out. I try to wham on a nigga. Bam. And I bust my you know. <laughs> Yo, he got real know. excited. He got real yeah. excited with that duck. Excited, son. I was like, wow, you went up on this man with the one hand, like. But like, he only he only launched launch at like the last <laughs> second, though. Like he wasn't sure. <laughs> <laughs> He thought he was back in Lithuania or some shit. That, that shit don't fly over here. Yeah. I'm always rooting for a guy like that, though. Like, you know, get out here. Ain't nobody here. Like I was telling y'all last time we talked. You on this situation, man, shoot everything. Like, I know. Spoiler, I want you to run off. That might have been the problem tonight. They were shooting everything. everything. It's three that was guys. the problem. There's no in-between. There's yeah. no, no in-between. Anything else. And no. then there's not even creative looks at getting the Nothing. three. Nothing. We're going to force feed the three. Do it creatively. Do it differently. Do it with, like, 
I don't know, make it look sexy or sexier. Like we're doing the same types of things. And they are. There's nothing at the basket. There's nothing, nothing at the nothing. basket. I mean, but you also, you're three guys that can get to the basket and create. Right. We're all out. So and every time we get to the basket, like you say, we kick the shit kicking out. Kicking it out. Or doing yeah. some stupid Bro, shit like this. <laughs> <laughs> Kendra will be trying to I mean, uh, sky hook passes in the lane. I, I almost sent out the basket. I thought Kendrick was going to light him up. I also, and Avery Bradley, what? I don't know. Horrible. Yeah, does COVID like the, yeah, let's not. No, we're not doing that. We not no. I don't know. No, does COVID give you sweaty hands? Because I don't know what was happening no, to him. No, no. I was like, we don't know the last time this man touched the basket. I was just I'm not. I'm not participating in the slander of Avery Bradley. But what we can do is throw some more Irie at Duncan. Yeah. Well, speaking of slander, I don't know if. No, none of you guys were on the show on Friday, but Chris and I caught tremendous slander. Oh, uh, for these pictures of the LSO podcast because they was talking about how shirts don't fit right. Oh, I was on there. Oh, yeah, I was <laughs> Tim, remember no. how they was they were saying Chris? I think I was saying Chris, <laughs> <the> buttons <laughs> were screaming for dinner. Chris. I think I was saying Chris, he said you've been wearing that shirt for the last 12 years. <laughs> I did not say that. But I'll tell y'all what. From the front, that shirt and the fit of that shirt from the front is amazing. <laughs> I'm telling you. you I'll say it. Yourself. I thought he was hating that night. <laughs> <laughs> I can see your wife beater through the front of that shirt. That's not good. You, the buttons was just screaming. Uh, but well, so we in- shirt, at least my shirt has some shape to it. <laughs> what, what is I your shirt? know my collar sagging. Like I'm not. No, that whole shirt is tired. Yeah, my shirt is weary, man. My collar looking like the 2021 Miami Heat. You Yo, said you can see his downtrodden. Down to shovel. I, yeah, I honestly, I look, I look like I just rolled in off the street. So Savon, we, I, look at Savon, look at Paris. Paris is like, no, these motherfuckers. No, I know they didn't come on, on live teeth looking like. I knew they was gonna get roasted on. The but so his, what leg, I will, his legs crossed under the desk. <laughs> and I, honestly, I don't know. My jeans look so. Both our pants look tight as fuck. I don't know what was going on. So we fixed the angle. A lot less man thigh on this next episode. I feel like we. This was a lot better. Chris's buttons look like you know they're not as stressed. But I'm telling you, it. that's the thing. That's the same size shirt. Those shirts are not the same. That's the same company. That's the same cut. Just a different print. But I I asked, it's all about the angles, I mean. But but since we were playing the Nuggets, I asked myself, would we look as bad if Parrish wasn't so fucking skinny in the middle like mm. that? Probably not. So I said, what if we put another big light-skinned dude in the show? <laughs> <laughs> I feel like... Oh, wow. oh man. I, I feel like... So now I'm looking... I think Parrish is the one making us look bad. Oh my goodness! But then I look at that like shirt, that. and I'm like, "Nah, it ain't Paris." Donuts, <laughs> feels very dough Oreo. Like, what's right? <laughs> just glaze? Why you have a picture with me crooning into the microphone? I, of all the screen grabs, why did you grab this one? Listen, I did. I look like I'm about to sing uh, Nat King Cole. <laughs> you do like you breathing through your mouth in that picture, like you bro. I, I look so winded. <laughs> Like I ran. You know to the what show. it is. You know why that shirt looks so tired? It's because you always have a slight dampness to you. you know, so that shirt is like it's a little. By the time we were done, you know, pee, you know, it's a little hot in the studio. Taste, you know, it was just slightly damp, so it lost a little bit of its rigid rigidity. Man, that that uh that fan be running during the show, and I'm, I'm not what? sure if it's enough. And it don't be running enough sometimes. And we out here drinking brown liquor in in a That's garage. That's yeah. the problem. Just black. You don't gotta tell him it's a garage. I've been trying to keep it very ambiguous oh, that it's a garage. I've been saying, I've been, <laughs> Paris. I've been trying to. I've been trying to cut you up. I've been saying in my dog Paris's studio. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> I don't. I don't stay in the garage. You know what I'm that saying? That doubles as a garage with a green screen. Uh, it might be a garage, but when we're in it, it's a studio. I feel like we wouldn't even brought that last show up. I don't know why I'm bringing even bringing that back up, bro. That's old. Because Alf loved to try and crack on me. Because I did it on myself too. That's we over here talking about dark liquor like it ain't pre-diabetes that's the fucking problem. Ever since he found out I was telling people about the beef patty story, <laughs> he's been trying to get me first ever since then. Someone said we built like urinals, Chris. Damn. It's rough. It's rough. It's fucked up. The, ch- the chat go in sometimes. Like, damn. <laughs> Alf looked like simply breathing made him out of breath. That's terrible. Uh <laughs> They don't know how, how close to true that is, though. I'll be tired, bro. I'll be tired. A lot, lot of live streams. Got to walk from the car to Paris' garage. It's All right. I guess we're going to get back to the game. Um, I mean, we dragged on Duncan. We ragged. I, I, are we talking enough about Kelly disappearing? No, he disappeared. He did. We don't need to talk about For it. For the last like two weeks. I t- yeah. what did I say? Yeah. Two good games, seven bad games. Yeah. But I get I get what are y'all expecting from Kelly Olenek, man? Y'all like what y'all two doing? hit an open shot, my nigga. Like, come on. I feel like all <laughs> of all, all of our guys, any of our guys can get hot on any given night. But and that's the problem. Four right. nights <laughs> in a row is you know, you asking a lot. That's the problem. We don't have any consistency with None. like maintaining any type of consistent scoring output. No, I think we have a lot of guys who, who don't have who really don't have enough different aspects to their game. Damn. Kelly wants to be a dribble drive kind of forward sometimes, and it's always awkward, you know. And he'll hit a, a open shot here or there, but I, I wouldn't want the ball in his hands like at all. Then who Avery else Bradley disappointment. Avery Bradley is supposed to be a guy, maybe not who can consistently get his own shot, but a guy who could, you know, come through and, and do a little bit. But um, you know, he's whack. So you got a lot of white people on the team. I, I think I don't know how long I don't know why Jimmy Butler is out so long. Can anybody got any news on that? Is he just did he have COVID? Is he I, I think part he of did. a trial of vaccines or something? Like what is going on? No, we think he did. We think he did, and also he, or he just took the extra time to to rehab that ankle. Um, but I wanted to talk about this because I saw some people going in on the Bam Precious lineups. Right, said the spacing was terrible. The this or that. Can we just because I am a fan of trying it. Right, yeah, you got to try it to you see if it works. I mean, it but they did good. it. They did it, but it was like Nun, Struess, and Vincent on the hey, floor with them. Right, right. <laughs> and people are complaining like it didn't work, bitch. What do you What do you expect? It's Nun, Struess, and Vincent. Like, what What did you want to happen? Um, are, to so, are, is anybody here still in on the Bam and Precious lineup? I, I, I am. I, I, I'd say try it again. Yeah. When we have full strength, we, weren't yeah. they in the lineup when we made that little run at the end of the third quarter? I know. I know. Um, Iggy was in. Um, they, Iggy play, was, they play Kelly and Precious a lot. He doesn't play Bam and Precious too much. And but, and they did they did at one point. Uh, they had Bam and Precious on the floor together, and it did look bad. But like right. I said, but I believe. Exactly. Yeah. Come on, but you got to try Bam, it again. Bam was a lot more aggressive on his one dribble pull up game. I think there's a way you can do it. But you're gonna have to isolate Bam on one side of the court almost by himself. Space <clears throat> to work that little mid-range area. And you just gotta run everybody like on weak side cuts or something. There's a way that you can do it. I think you kind of almost uh, you, at least I think you kind of need to do it right now. I feel you, Tiff, in terms of like when everybody's back, then you know it'll yeah. you can kind of move like a machine. But their defense is ridiculously terrible. You need something. You need something like to put some energy on the court. It's like, hey, look, you know, we got this thing we trying. Like yeah. when they first used to drop the zone on people, all the energy that used to come with that because it was like, oh, they go our new weapon. You feel yeah. me? Like you got to find something like that. Like fake it. You know what I mean? Generate some type of fake energy with all this boo boo on the roster. Listen, I was telling Savon in the chat, fuck it, clear out the whole side, give the ball to Bam, and let him work one on one. That yeah. second defender came every time tonight. And he's making the proper. He's, he's making, making the proper plays. Making the proper plays. Mm-hmm. 
And at least, you at least got to give Precious and Bam minutes with someone that commands some Competent. gravity. Someone that commands some gravity. Mm-hmm. Let them run some with Duncan. Let at least see what that shift in, oh, in, right. in defense just look like. You put them out there with three completely incompetent shooters. You cannot expect it to right. look anything different than what it looked like. But that is not to their fault. They're just boo-boo. It's not. <laughs> <laughs> They're just boo-boo. Should be the I'm name of the show. It. They're just boo-boo. <laughs> They're just boo-boo. I mean, so I saw a lot of people talking about that. Um, And now there's another thing that's going around. And I I guess, you know, we're at the point. I don't know what more we can talk about this game. Um, But we we saw a tweet from Shams. um, And I want to ask you guys about this because I found it interesting. Um, I'm not the big transaction guy. I kind of rather talk about the team and the team that's on the floor night in, night out. Uh, But – to be honest, his team is fucking terrible right now. So Lonzo Ball could be available. Is that a name that interests you? And I'll start with Parrish. Like, does that interest you at all? Uh, I mean, not not really. Not because I don't think he could help us. I think it's I just don't think it's a big enough move. Him alone is not gonna, he's not boosting us up. Well, let me let the caveat be this. Let it be that the trade is. You know, they get rid of Lonzo's. They give us Lonzo and J.J. Reddick, get rid of that bad J.J. Reddick contract. We send them back Kelly Olenek, which is an expiring Kendrick Nunn, and like a second-round pick or, you know, you know, some other salary cap filler. Is that worth it? Is that a trade that you think moves the needle, Chris? I think it's a lateral move. Um, Lonzo hasn't shown – if you if you make a move for a guy like Lonzo, you're you're hoping that every now and then he can turn up. Like if you bring a guy who's a non starting point guard, he would need wait, to take wait, over and just, be our starting point guard. Well, but he would be. are you are you right. making a trade for a guy who's going to come off the bench and be like a great bench facilitator? You know what I mean? Like he can't shoot. He's not a scorer. Um, he has something like a, his like overall total per- shooting percentage. You know that little stat. It's like under like thirty percent. I'm like, dang, Taz, like free throws, layups, field goals, regular field goals, three point shots. Like you, you're not hitting anything. He's a facilitator. Like, He's not. But, but, more like the, same, but the caveat was the the trade pieces. If this is the only move you're making, right? Let's say if you're right. saying this is the only move we make out, but this is who we're giving up to get JJ and Lonzo, and this is all we can do. I'm doing it. Yeah. Because here's the deal. You still got Jimmy, if mm-hmm. he ever gets right, you still got Tyler. And then you hope you not then you hope you have what was going in the bubble. Because then guess what? If you got Lonzo and you got a healthy Tyler, you're cutting down Goran's minutes. Yep. Like That's to me, significant. this is where you're getting the extra player because now Goran is healthy. And you can look at that and say, oh, that's 15 to 20 easy. But you also forget the most important thing that we don't have in a starting lineup. We don't have a guard that can play defense. Right. So if this is your only move, I'm not looking at Lonzo to give us 20 a night. I don't give a damn. He can give me 9, 10, and 7. That would be that's cool. the stat. That, that was going to be my question to you. Like, if you do do that, what do you expect Lonzo to bring? But if Lonzo could bring you like a JV triple double, like one of those little type of stats, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I'd be that plus uh, some semblance of what we had last year. And I think you got a, a nice little. That's right, Carl. <laughs> well, what I what I'll say is this. Actually, Siobhan, let me let you go first on the Lonzo on the Lonzo thing. So I almost I almost agree that it it may be a lateral move only because of the pieces that will be required to to get the to get Lonzo and JJ. And I'm thinking again, while the size that we will be giving up hasn't been producing for us, it still um, does something to your size. But then I, I do think about what. Um, what Lonzo does for you specifically. Um, he feels he feels a, a need, a very specific need. Well, we don't need him to to come give us, you know, 22 points a game. He I don't think Lonzo's a scrub. I think you think Lonzo's a scrub 
if you're not looking at the right stuff. Like, We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Lonzo is a good table setter. Lonzo allows Tyler, a healthy Tyler, to slide more naturally into the position of being a scorer and not have to worry about um, reading pick and rolls and doing all of those types of things. And he's a defender. Um, Lonzo's one of the like toughest, like on ball PG defenders that's going right now. So, yeah. um, and, F, and F that is the only move that you can make. And if we are all in agreements or in agreements that a move should be made, then I then do it. Look, no one's perfect. Even the best baseball player strikes out when the bases are loaded. The best golfer sometimes three-putt with the tournament on the line. So if you feel like you're coming up short in the bedroom, it's perfectly okay. But if it's bothering you, there are options. Go get to roman.com slash heatbeat21 now. With Roman, you can get a free online evaluation and ongoing care for ED, all from the comfort and privacy of your own home. A U.S. licensed healthcare professional will work with you to find the best treatment plan. If medication is appropriate, it ships to you for free with two-day shipping. And the whole process is discreet and straightforward. Get Getting started is simple. Go get to roman.com slash heatbeat21 and complete an online visit. Take care of your ED without leaving home. Complete the online visit today to connect with the doctor and take care of it. Go get to roman.com slash heatbeat21 to get $15 off your first month. Look, that's a straightforward way to take care of your ED. Get to roman.com slash heatbeat21. Go get started to save $15 on your first month of treatment. I mean, so this is my take on it. He fills a lot of the gaps that we talk about with this team. Point of attack defense that they have not solved since last year. They can't stop other point guards. They can't stop dribble penetration to save their life. Avery Bradley helps. But Avery Bradley's not giving you 35, 36 minutes. Um, he gets Hero off ball, um, but he might actually send Hero to the bench, which is not the which worst thing in the world. not a bad thing. Not a bad because thing. Hero plays so well with Goron. Yes. Um, so what he what he actually would do would – now the shooting is a problem, but what he would actually do is that give is you a lineup that would allow you to play uh, a Duncan and a Hero at times together. Because you could have guys like you if you have Lonzo, uh, Bam, and Jimmy on the floor at the same time, that is a really good defensive lineup. And Lonzo can play up; he can oh. he can guard threes. Yeah. Right now, we don't have a guard on the team except for Avery to an extent that can guard up. You know, you're just hoping that they can contain what little bit they can right now. You know, you're giving Gabe Vincent a lot of minutes right now because you don't have guards and you're overplaying Goron which is probably why he's out injured right now. So to me, what Lonzo does is give you a legitimate NBA starting point guard who can guard, who can guard the point of attack, who can facilitate and who can let guys play their roles a little bit better than what we're doing right now. Because I, I do like Bam facilitating. I like Jimmy facilitating, but I don't like that to be the first option, right? Like this whole idea <laughs> that when Jimmy and Bam are healthy, that they're your point guards to me, is not a long-term solution. Like, that's why we had to start going in the playoffs last year, because it's not 
that is not the way, you know, I, I know this positionless thing that Spo loves, but you still need a guy to set the table for your offense. And that is, and I feel like Lonzo fills that role a little bit. I hear you. I'm. I'm just. I'm not a big. He's not fan consistent. Of, like that consistency thing. I'm not a big fan of of Lonzo He's or. Not consistent in what though? What know. isn't he consistent in? I mean, well, scoring. But we talked about we don't want. We don't need him to score. But he's not. Nobody's consistent on this team. So we can throw. You know, that's like apples and that's that's what it is. I'm just saying we were talking about lateral move. I'm just saying we were like we're not. Like, yes, he's a better defender than. Like, I agree with. I agree with most of every most of everything we, we talked about. I was just saying, I was just bringing the point that he's not the most consistent of players, and that's one of the complaints we have with the guys we have on our squad already. Because we they're supposed to be scores. If it's that's a lateral offensive move, but a plus defensive move. Right. I don't even know if it's a lateral offensive move, just for the just for the simple fact that he won't shoot as much as none in I don't think that it is either. <laughs> that might help. Yeah. That's, that's more shots for, for somebody else. <laughs> for Mo Harkless. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, no, what Mud Nun put up 17 today, tonight? Yeah, Mud Nun. But it doesn't, ma- but it doesn't matter if it doesn't affect the game. Like, you could score 20, but if those 20 points don't come when you need them, it doesn't matter. Like, his points went unnoticed. They really, and well, honestly, I mean, we got blown out. Everybody's points went unnoticed. Other no, than a couple of runs. How I many mean, points but did because we got? That's a good question. We lost by 90, 109 to 87 points. Blown, we got blown points. out. Like it don't, all our points went unnoticed. We yeah, but there's, a, but there's a difference though. When you score 17 points, it should be noticeable, whether it's a blowout or not. Because that would have that should have said, considering how he's been playing, oh, he played well, 17 points. But I he, mean, but when you look at I mean he was so the he, score, man. We were like, that's you know what I mean? Like it was a bad game. Like we we played like trash. I'm not there I'm not defending a, anyone on our squad, but I'm just saying a, that it was a bad game all around. But like, there's a difference. When it go ahead, Savon. There's a difference, and there, there's a difference. Like yeah, 17 points should feel like some momentum is swelling. Like okay, we might can bounce. And there was a very small stretch of time. I don't remember where it was, but I think it was in the second half. I think he hit like two back to back threes, and it felt like okay, maybe something could have started to happen, but then. He he did something. We, yeah, we, he didn't play any defense, right. and then like the score jumped right back where, where it was. And and I think that's I don't know, like that's indicative of a lot. And it's not just him; it's not just his fault. Right, right. But you can't. Here's the problem: you can't score 17 and give up 20 on 16 and, shots. Yeah, someone had Smith and Schmolnick. I hate right. saying their name because I feel like I'm I'm taking <laughs> shots at my former boss. Uh, <laughs> none had 17 points on 16 shots. Uh, that's bad, and it is. And I mean, I don't know how many how many turnovers did he have tonight. He only had two turnovers. The team actually, I mean, they had sixteen turnovers, which is good for this team. Good for them. Um, I mean, yeah. and and like, listen, and we're not giving Bam a pass tonight because Bam was bad. I mean, he wasn't good tonight. No, he was bad. But I mean, how many? You know, Bam has Bam has. We lost you, brother. Yeah. You were trying to defend Bam, bro. And I'm yeah. just no, no, we, the Cosmos didn't want you to defend Bam tonight, man. The whole team was bad. Just had a bad game. Uh, you know, we could shit on whoever we want to shit. We could pick anybody on the roster tonight and shit on them. So, pick somebody. Pick somebody. Pick Mo Harkless. Actually, we, we can't shit on Mo Harkless tonight. He wasn't yeah. there. Exactly. We can't shit on Mo tonight. Hey, Bam was bad because I heard y'all say that part. Bam was bad tonight, mm-hmm. but he was bad in a good way. He was bad because he was, you know, he was jab stepping and one dribble pull up, and he was working on his game tonight. You know, like that's what I was saying earlier. I'm like, so I, I'll take that. I mean, I guess that sounds like one of these moral victory statements, but I thought Bam working on his stuff, and he's gonna need to work on that. And I mean, you playing his team, you're surrounded by a bunch of G League dudes. You know, ultimately, balls, you know what I'm saying. Ultimately, though, aren't we going to have to, if we're going to pay Bam, like, I mean, we've already kind of paid him, but isn't he going to have to put the team on his shoulders? Like, don't we need him to, maybe not all season, but don't aren't we going to need him in points where Jimmy's out and, and Goron's hurt or whatever? I mean, he's done. He's done it, though. But I mean, what's our what's our record again? Like, we have we had three three winning games in a row this season? No, we had, our best but is two games in a row. I, I think oh, there's, like, like, there's different levels of, like, all right, yeah, Bam got the max. Everybody, It, it is what it is. 
no take backs. He got the max. That's what it is. <laughs> but like, yo, people get the max for different reasons. That's just exactly what it is. Bam didn't get the max to like lead the team today. But we need, but in that, but it doesn't matter what we back. need. It's, it's not it's, it's not there as, yet. As a team, doesn't matter. But, but if he's not it's there, not there. He, what are you gonna do? What but, are you gonna but, do? But, but, so the, in that bad, oh, my uh, Pat Riley's bad then because we we gave what's the no. name? Whiteside, we gave Whiteside a big ass contract to be the dude, and he ain't turned out very well. Why, why are we speaking that name? I, that name why why we, we talking about big men that didn't that didn't, that didn't carry the team on their shoulders when we needed to carry him on their shoulders. Is, you know gonna, what? Are we gonna okay. look back at White? Are we gonna look back at Bam and be like, damn, you didn't do it? We gave you the max, but you ain't like, is he? Is he? Uh, yeah, Gianna, get him out. Get him out. I, I think so. Right, let's talk about let's talk about other max guys then that we expect. To <laughs> that sounds. <laughs> we about to we about to get, hit you with the Solana. No, here's the thing. You're you're expecting Bam Adebayo to be your best defender, and that's one of the things. Like we talk about max contracts, and we only talk about offense. Exactly. We need to stop. Like he's your guy that right. he on a night in night out basis. You're asking him to guard the other team's best player for the most mm. part. One and play I mean, out. let me just say one play. I think I had um put it to Savon in the chat. He ended up on the switch on Jamal Murray at the top of the key. Jamal Murray went in his bag, dribble, 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 behind the back, dribble, dribble, side dribble, side step, dribble, dribble, dribble. Bam stayed right in front of him, hands out, feet moving. He gave the ball up to the corner. Bam did his job. You know what happened? Somebody was underneath wide open for a layup. Yeah. He did his job. His yeah. job was to stop Jamal Murray. And he that type of stuff him. happens all the time. We get broken down off of the alpha of from the top of the horn. We force him to have to rotate. He does and contains. We get him to force someone to throw up some bullshit. And we don't have any size underneath. We don't have people yeah. like paying attention. We do so much ball watching. KZ ball watches the fuck out of the ball. And it, it bothers me so much. Avery did a lot. Like we'll watch the rebound yeah. flow in our Kelly. vicinity, and that's true. But they don't know how to box out. Is Kelly the king of the 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 oh. fake uh, hard this? attempt when it's too late? Yes. <laughs> yeah. And then he falls back. <laughs> like the layup is yeah. in, and Kelly's ah ah. He spends more time on man. the ground after doing nothing than anyone I've ever seen. Really? Like, He's like a Canadian Kelly so always on the ground, but it's not really like the loose balls and nothing like that. You know, he just ends up on the floor somehow. I mean, th that dude is a legit seven footer, and I mean, he plays. And Chris says it all the time. He wants he wants to be Tyler Hero. He don't want to be he don't want to be a center. You know what I'm well, saying? Like, he, I've never seen a center get beat for offensive rebounds as much as Kelly does by six four guys. Like, and so, and yeah. Ace says it in the chat. One of the things that happens to Bam right now, he can't even get rebounds because he's helping so much. Yeah. That's what I said, right? He's out on the, he's out covering people in the corner, covering people in like that deep, like, and you, so he's out of position. He's out of position to, to rebound. And yeah, Kelly's getting out uh, rebounded by athletic, scrappy, like people, you know, guards and players that can move. Uh, Coach Rothstein at, uh, halftime he was diagramming doing his little diagram on a play thing and he diagrammed a play where you know he's showing the defense we, we caught him to scramble a little bit the guy catches you know straight line drive there's Kendrick Nunn and there's Duncan Robinson you know Kendrick Nunn makes a intent buddy lays it up but then Duncan Robinson is just like standing there and he's just like watching it all happen and I'm like you've been playing the game long enough at this level you went through all of the struggles in the bubble. You know, you we're struggling as a team. You, you, I would like to see more effort from everybody on the defense. Yeah. Like, effort will, even if we, we don't have, like, the talent, like, to stay in front of guys, which we clearly don't. I mean, that, that back end of that defense, the weak side help, all of that can be better. Like, there's ways that you can coach decent defense out of boo-boo guys. You know what I mean? Like, you got to help them. And I don't know where our help defense is like ever. Everybody looks confused sometimes. If if somebody gets blown by, it's like everybody just watches it happen. I mean, there are some things that we can do, 
you know, outside of like trades and stuff that I'm surprised haven't happened yet because they're like heat calling cards. Like in the bubble, the defense in the bubble was amazing. And I'm, I know we don't have all of those same guys there, but it's like, can we get something like that every now and then? Can we pop it up? You know what I mean? Like once well, a week, they, a week. You saw them do it in the third quarter. They can go <laughs> on these little runs, but they can't sustain it because quite literally, and I'm not trying to be a dick, but you're not, they are not NBA players. Right. Like you're, you're out there with two NBA players and three guys that shouldn't be getting more than 10 minutes a night. And this is what happened. And so one of the things that I do like, and, you know, we'll end this soon because I can't believe we're, we've gone 50 minutes talking about that game. But we're having a good time, so fuck it. Um, one of the things I have seen is that guys are getting exposed for who they are, yeah. right? And this – and I think Tiff, kind of, Tiff and Siobhan kind of touched on this earlier. You are going to get a real-ass picture of who can play on this team when Jimmy comes back and when Hero comes back and Goron comes back. So now in a regular season, I would feel more comfortable with that. My only problem is when Jimmy comes back, is Bam going to be out on some COVID protocol bullshit? Like that's the one, the, the, the season is just very, very uh, like unstable to me. Like, cause there's, there's a domino effect that keeps going on and on. So I do like the fact that we are finding out, you know what y'all screaming for KZ so bad. You gave him 20 plus minutes tonight <laughs> and he gave you nothing. Yeah. yeah. You know, we, yeah. you know, Kendrick Nunn gave you 17, but we just said he did it on 16 shots. That man is, he's, and he can, he can play in spurts, but he's just not, he ain't that guy. You know what I'm saying? So mm. I do think that guys are getting exposed and I think it's a good thing long term. I don't know how good it is for this season. Because I just think with COVID, with protocols, with guys coming in and out the lineup, they just do, you know, the whole idea of we have enough, that does not apply to this season. Yeah. I mean, I, I like, I, I don't know if I'm, if I'm, if you guys agree with that as far as Tiff. Do, we don't have I, enough. We don't. we don't have enough. That's, I mean, it, it's, it's kind of like we were saying earlier. At some point, it is what it is. This is the dress rehearsal for, like, eight players. This is, like, yeah. the dress rehearsal. Like, we see you. You're getting wide-open shots. You're getting yeah. drives to the lane. You're getting all mm -hmm. these things. And you're not taking advantage of it. That's how you end up out the league real quick. You either want to be here or you don't. And a lot of them, guess what? You can teach all kinds of things. But you can't teach want to and know how. Yeah. Matthews tried his ass off. Right. Today, he man. tried. He but guess what? What does it say? When people show you who they are, believe, believe them. Yep. <laughs> and they're showing us. No, they're showing <laughs> us. They really are. You know what? I'm not too attached. So okay. some of them can mm. get out on the first train smoking. Man, I'm yeah. Thanks. I'm not too attached. I'm, I'm, I'm less attached than I was last week. <laughs> oh wow, that's even a that's a more striking statement. No, no, I'm saying like I was no. You're I'm losing. saying I was more attached last week, and yes, I'm losing attachment. Yeah, it, yeah. and it's okay. It's okay and to it's be okay. honest. It's okay to be honest. It's objective. Like, listen, remember, even the Batman went home. Mm. <laughs> Heroes rise and they fall. That's it. <laughs> they do. <laughs> <laughs> Tiffany oh, wow. fucked them kids meat uh, from Edith's rack. Um, oh, and honestly, that's a good. I want to throw it to Chris because Chris, you stay believing in the, the parish. He got quiet though. He loved development. Uh, I, I, I do. I think I stayed true to that at night. That's why I was talking about Bam. Bam. You know, he played poorly, but... You want to talk about Bam. <laughs> you want to talk about Bam. And I started... I started you want to talk about G-Leaguers, bro. Right. Like, we we going to play about Great G-League this year. Talk about Gabe I started Vincent. my parents off by talking about Kendrick Nunn and how good Kendrick Nunn played. I also told you You're I had wrong. some little hoop dreams for Matt Kostruff. You know what I'm saying? So I felt like, you know, I, I, I'm still talking the same stuff. Guys that didn't live up to it. I'm not talking about developing anybody. 
we're talking about developing the guys who show you a spark. And like you said about KZ and Paulo, that's what I've been kind of saying this whole time. Is like in these time periods right now with all this difficulty, you're looking for somebody to be like, hey, let me. Who has a spark to him? And that's the part that's most disappointing. None looks yep. like the guy who has the spark, and we've already critiqued his game from you know A to Z. But he's the one who looks like, like at least tonight, he looked like he had a spark to him. Everybody else that's out there, Duncan Robinson was beige, you know, like no spark, like no life to him, no color, just just a guy on the court. And we got way too many of them. So I'm not saying you develop all of these guys, but I'm hoping for you got to let them play so that you know who you can develop is what I'm saying. Yeah. Bam. <laughs> that's who I'm developing. And Jimmy. I said only two people on the team that is, can stay here. To me, not, it's, to me, that's the only two people I believe, and I get I get shit about this all the time. Like people get mad at me because I I'm ready to ship Tyler Hero ass out for Bradley Beal in a second if it comes to that. You know what I mean? And I, I just I never understand why people. I think people get too beholden to their own guys. If Washington if Washington comes to you and says they want Akpala Nun, uh, Hero Robinson, and a first rounder, two first rounders, four first rounders. Bye. Go ahead because <laughs> the best you will you will ever get from Tyler Hero is Bradley Beal on some nights. Yeah. Especially wow. if he ain't got to handle the ball. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you did give away like seven players, but I mean, I, I'm with, I'm with you in theory. <laughs> I give all these motherfuckers away. You exactly. did. If yeah. I had to start UD, I'll start UD during the, in, um, some COVID Listen, protocol shit. What would you say, Tiffany? Yeah. If for nothing else, if for nothing else, get some fresh energy. You got to exactly. restart. It's, it's stale. It's stagnant. Yeah. It's not a fun product to see. The, the ideal situation is, or the ideal scenario wouldn't to be wouldn't be you know ship out nine people for right. bill. But like, like Savon, we can suit up. They gonna get bill. We can sit there and do this. What's up? You they just need people to do this platform. apparently. Great. I think me and Chris could box out though. <laughs> exactly. And, but, and, yo, this this is right here. We on Jimmy's yep. timeline. And We're the organization and they, they went as far as to admit so they said that they felt like a sense of like beholdenness to get Jimmy one and that, that has to be implying soon. And so at this point, you letting Jimmy down, letting Bam down. That's why forcing I thought that a lot of it. On. A move this past offseason. My bad, my bad. I was just say that's why I thought they should have made a move this past offseason. Because I mean, Jimmy was about to turn thirty-two. Like he only got so many good peak years left. So oh. trade the house, man. Get get him. Get who we can get. What what I would say is honestly, I'm not mad because right now I haven't seen the right deal. Like I haven't seen yeah. somebody go somewhere that the Heat should have made a move for. Like I like the whole idea of maybe PJ Tucker, Victor Oladipo. I think that fixes a ton of fucking problems right off grip right there. Um, like yeah. as long as long as Jimmy, as long as Jimmy and Bam are here, and you get you do something with that package, like to me, right? Like I'm all in. You know what I'm saying? The hero, see you in Houston, baby. I, you know, I'd love to keep Hero or Duncan in that kind of deal. Um, actually, with the with the amount you got to pay Duncan. I'd rather see him go because Tyler Hero is going to be cheap for a few more years. Uh, but yeah, like that, the whole the the Victor PJ deal. Like I look at that one, I'm like, damn. Like if you can get that going, so. But I haven't seen a deal happen in the NBA yet where I'm like, damn, the Heat missed out. Like I, I know, like you got Heat fans out here pissed about Kevin Porter Jr. for a second rounder. I don't even uh, know who that is. <laughs> yeah. Kevin Porter Jr. I asked well, who was KPJ in the chat. Y'all were throwing out. All these oh. acronyms. I'm like, who, who is Kate? Yeah, I didn't even know who that was. Is it Kevin Porter? I make, or did I just make a Michael Porter Jr.'s brother? No, yeah. no. Listen, I don't exactly. give a damn. Exactly. Exactly. I don't exactly. give a damn who it was. I didn't know who he was, which means he didn't belong here. Yeah. And then I looked him up. And... Yeah, no. That's the standard. No. But I, and, and the thing is, yeah, if Harden would have got here, fine. But I wasn't peak Harden either. But yeah, I'm I'm with that Vic. I'm with that Vic and PJ. I'm with that Vic and PJ move. I love that the I like love drink. the Harden idea in a regular normal season because it gets you a chip this season. I think like Harden mm-hmm. on this team gets you a chip this season in a regular season. But in this weird ass COVID season, that might be a punt in the first place because who knows 
Who's going to be healthy? Like I said, it's whatever team gets the vaccine first is winning the winning the title. Like, like <laughs> you don't yeah, you know they're getting it first. But um, like this season might just be a punt. And so now you be you be paying James Harden for this season, losing out on this season, and now you got an older James Harden, an older Jimmy going to the next. I don't. I didn't like it. I, I'm glad they didn't make that kind, pull that kind of trigger. But and you know some of these younger guys like Bill and Victor Oladipo, I'm 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 with it. You know what I mean? Because it's not just a move for this year. It's a move for the next two, three years and, you know, finishing out Jimmy's prime with some real weapons around him, not motherfucking Max Struess. You know Jimmy on there looking, Jimmy out here looking at Max Struess like, oh, I'm going to kill you, motherfucker. You about to play everybody in practice tomorrow, 10 on one. He's about to win by 30. <laughs> That's <laughs> All right, Joe. I think that's enough commentary because we we got to run this back tomorrow night. Oh my god! And honestly, we might be playing a Clippers team. I'm sorry. Oh, wait, Jamal. it's a game tomorrow. Yeah, we got yeah. the Clippers tomorrow. <laughs> this is a setup. <laughs> Tiffy's like glad I just drank beer tonight. <laughs> Yeah, we got to run this bad tomorrow against a team uh, that might not have Kawhi Leonard and Paul George. So get excited for that. At least at least it might be a win or a close game. Who knows? But, you know, like I said, this is a stupid fucking season. Um, but thank you all for hanging out with us, man. Uh, like I like to say, this uh, this this show is about having fun, win or lose. Uh Interesting game or not interesting game. We're going to have a good time on this show. So uh, you guys check out Light Skin Opinions LSO podcast on YouTube. Subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. We're putting out a show every week. We'll be doing an LSO sports every week. Uh, weeks like this where there's too many damn heat games. We're just going to take over hangover time one night. Because, listen, I, I can't do eight live streams a week. I You know what I'm saying? I'm Jimmy hanging over the, the barrier at the end of the game right now. Uh, but yeah, so check us out, LSO Light Skin Opinions on YouTube. Check out the 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 podcast on Spotify. Subscribe. Uh, so we will see you guys tomorrow night for the regular Hangover time, and then uh, we'll be back again on Saturday. And Chris Cody is actually going to be back, and we're going to be playing the drip drop drinking game with Chris Cody. He just he texted me. He said, <laughs> "I want to come get fucked up with y'all." I was like, "Bet." <laughs> so Chris Cody will be back Saturday. Uh, so oh Miami Heat Beat says plug the pod. Subscribe to the Miami Heat Beat Podcast. Like everybody's watching this shit. Don't go subscribe to the Miami Heat Beat, Heat Beat Podcast. <laughs> subscribe to the podcast. Check us out. Check us out on Twitch, YouTube, everywhere. We will see you guys later. Good night. Good night. Peace. Peace.